You having some tooth pain? Me too. That's <laughs> why I keep going off screen. So I'm like, what happened? Did you get some pool? We'll talk about it in a second. ones podcast this is the safe place for us preachers kids to come talk our shit my name is rudy wilson i'm a pk we got kelly leasy in the building she's a pk janessa Rowland holding the mouth she got beat up uh earlier today uh one of these atlanta broads knocked her out in the street it's on world star if y'all want to see it at the worst it's not the worst ones world star page uh, Terry will be here in a second. How you guys doing? You guys, is, uh, you guys' mouths are in sync today. Good, man. Mine, mine's the top right. But yeah, mine up here. But mine, I was gonna have a root canal done on it next Thursday, and the tooth broke like a couple of days ago. So I went to the doctor today, to the dentist today. And essentially, he's like, he can do it, but he's not the one who would do the crown. And apparently, the tooth broke underneath the gum line. So, they're main, like, he was basically saying he might not, whoever might not be able to do a crown, period, because the tooth is just so fragile. Mm. And so, I asked him, well, what's the alternative? And he was like, oh, to just have it extracted and get an implant. And I'm just like, what? Wow. I have a couple of so, yeah, like I thought I was adulting and then I wasn't. <laughs> no, I, I had an appointment, you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually went and made the appointment, and now here we are. Mm, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, mine's not that terrible. I think my gums mm-hmm. are just irritated or something where I got my wisdom tooth pulled, mm. stuff gets stuck or something back there, and I can't mm-hmm. get it out, and so it just irritates it. Um, so yeah, it's all for mine, but I'm sorry to hear that, Janessa. That sounds terrible. It's horrible. Sounds terrible. I literally walk around with, um, like order gel and Q-tips everywhere. Mm. Oh, I've been there, man. Tooth tooth pain is terrible. It's terrible. Well, we are praying your strength in the Lord, as they say. (laughs) Got you on the sick and shut in. Kelly, how, how you doing besides your tooth? Um, you know, long story short, it's been a terrible week. Oh. Um, so I had spring break last week. Um, so that was good. Um, but Monday morning hit crazy. I had a student, um, second grade student, passed away over spring break. Oh. Um, was doing a TikTok challenge, one of those TikTok challenges, and um yeah didn't make it what was what's the challenge so um they said blackout challenge i don't think it was a black i think that but one of those ones where you stop breathing to either hold your breath or wrap around your neck and you stop breathing. um 
you know, and so of course TikTok shows you where they stop breathing and then they come back to life, you know, even if they, you know, lose color in their face or whatever. Um, but this young man, um, yeah, did, didn't didn't make it. So um, that was really tough for me. He came in first thing, talked to his dad. Um, so his dad expressed it to me first thing Monday morning. So I, it was, yeah, so it's been a crazy week since then, you know, having to tell his teachers. I went in and told his class yesterday. Um, so that's been my week. So kids out there, to our 500 million followers, parents, um, I know we all try to limit what our children are watching. And on TikTok and on YouTube, and I know it's kind of like the way of the world, at this point, um, but please, 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 please be mindful of what your children are doing um, on social media because it's some crazy things out there. Um, and kids are kids. And developmentally, you know, we would like to think that, you know, oh, my son, my daughter, my nephew, my cousin, my niece, you know, wouldn't do something like that. Right, but um, right. they're kids. And, you know, TikTok makes it look like fun. And so, so yeah. So that was How old did you say? Second, second grade? Second grade, yep. Good Lord. Yep. So eight. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. So that's been my week. So I've been emotionally just kind of out of it this week. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I'm Terry. How are you doing? Good. I am uh, out doing a couple of shows tonight. So if I abruptly go to black, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> that's it <laughs> gotcha gotcha all right just know know that i am healthy and happy and doing my set so but i will be back i watched a couple of your videos terry seems like you mm. had time out in new york i did i yeah. did i'm gonna release the whole set soon so. okay i did catch a, capture some of them well i'm fine um nothing too major for me I, I literally, uh, like I was telling Kelly earlier, I literally actually just got in Miami just now. Um, found out that somebody had booked me on a show in Miami, and so I pulled up, and now I'm here. <laughs> you know, as long as the, uh, you know, the, money, the money's okay, right, you know, I'll make a little five-hour trip down the street. Okay. So yeah, so now I'm here. Just in time. Timed it up so I can make sure I was in time for the podcast and then the show. So here we are. All right. Well, Janessa, which what mouth do you have left? Uh please let us know what we are talking about today. <laughs> so <laughs> the uh, yes, I am. So the um, question of the day that I came up with was, what has the pandemic taught the church? Um, you know, a lot has transpired over the past two years. The way we do church, the way we've known church has just changed. And I just wanted to have a conversation about what we think the church has learned or hasn't learned or needs to learn or wherever it goes. I was though. Go ahead. Go for it. Oh, I mean, one quick thing I would hope that the church has learned is the ability to be flexible. Um, I know virtual services was something that I know some churches had started streaming 
you know, um, online, but this forced kind of all churches to kind of stream online. Um, so I think that was one big shift. Um, and even the congregation in church goers, um, I think that, you know, for, for our younger generation, you know, I, you know, I was back and forth anyway, between I may go to church, I may watch online, you know, I may watch a little later. It may not be at 10, 11 o'clock on Sunday. It may be at five. It may be Monday morning on the way to work. Um, where I know some of, um, the older church goers who were just, you know, I got to go to church every Sunday, um, that they've definitely had to be more flexible to and what it looks like. Um, so I think that's one big thing. Um, I also think with tides, you know, my church was already doing, um, some electronic, you know, given prior to the pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, but now not getting um, or having a more difficult time getting cash and checks and, you know, those type of things. And then people may be, you know, I'm not in church every Sunday. And so I may not give now because right. I'm not physically there, right. um, you know, and so how to continue to um, get the church members to tithe. Um, Cause as we talked before, church is also a business. Um, so having to kind of think outside of the box in what that looks like when they're not, um, when churchgoers aren't there, like I said, just the whole shift to virtual, you know, virtual mm -hmm. Bible study, virtual small group meetings, virtual, you know, all of those things that I know even for my church took some time to, to get up. Um, it wasn't like March, you know, 2020 when things shut down, we were ready to go to virtual. I think at this point, if we had to do it again, you know, they'll be able to do it. But I think in March, that was just a, a huge shift. And then I know for my dad, I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. But I know for my dad, he had um, a hard time with no congregation. Like with, with no one be, you know, he and he was a bit hard headed <laughs> and wanting to keep the church going a little longer than it probably should have. Right. We're bringing people back a little earlier, you know, and so. Um, or how many people, once we start to open up the church again, how many people should be, you know, on the praise team up front and, you know, all of that. So I think the virtual piece, um, having to kind of shift in tithes and find an out-of-box way to get people to tithe, um, and then being minimalist, where you don't have a choir of 50, you know, where you don't have a praise team of 10. You know, this is really showing who your minister of music is. And can he hold this down by himself? I need him. Right. I need him to sing. I need him to lead. Right. Like him or her, I need. I need them to do everything because we can't allow more than one, two people up on this uh, pulpit at one time. So, right. I think that's some of the big things that I've seen um, with the church um, post pandemic. Well, I don't even know if we're post pandemic, but during the pandemic. <laughs> right. I. I don't. I don't know if it's. If my take on it is whether some of the church learned per se, um, but I guess are these people racing? Can y'all hear that? Jesus mm -hmm. We sure can. It's like they doing this shit in one spot or something. <laughs> and but, I muted like it was me. I'm like, oh, is that me? Like, <laughs> it's, not me. No, it's, it's not even close. But I, I would have thought they would have been gone by now. Anyway. Um, so I said, I don't know if mine is so much like something the church learned, but in reference to an adjustment, I think the church made. So definitely, oh, thank you. I've been trying to figure out how to turn this light on. Um, let me see my face. Um, anyway, I, I, I'll adjust myself in a second. But the um, 
as far as like an adjustment. So I definitely think being able to adjust to uh, being able. Okay. Okay. You guys going to stop playing? Uh, <laughs> I don't think the devil want me to talk to me. <laughs> Maybe your thing cut out earlier. You just. <laughs> Lord have mercy. The devil is busy. I'm telling you. Um, as far as an adjustment, I do think that. You know, being able to adjust to virtual, I think the church had to learn how to do that, just like businesses and, you know, anything else. Um, but I do think that it has, or I say has, but it can be, and it probably already has been and, and potentially could be a problem or just a negative in the sense that, like, people will feel like they don't ever have to come in again. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's why a lot of people stop going to the movies because it's like, well, I got access at the crib. You know what I'm saying? So... It's the same thing with church. Like, you could you could already watch church on TV and all the other stuff for years, but it's a little bit more frowned upon when you never actually go in. You know, the bedside Baptist, whatever like that. But now that bedside Baptist is a thing, and you kind of still low key got an excuse like, oh, I still don't trust COVID. You know what I'm saying? Then you can still not physically be there, even if you do give. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're tuning in, whatever. Um, I'm sure me as a live performer. Not trying to say that you know pastors are live performers or whatever, but I I I I could imagine they would much more appreciate preaching to humans that are physically in the building as opposed to a camera, and you don't know what the hell these people are doing on the other side of that camera. You know what I'm saying? They fix the breakfast. They you know what you don't you don't know what's happening, and, and not that it's distracting you, but at the same time, it's it's just it doesn't hit the same. You know what I'm saying? So I I do think that. Um, that could be like a little thing where like pastors are ready for people to come back and people are like, I mean, what? Like this, this has been working out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to get all these kids ready, get everybody dressed, get everybody out of the house. Get, we can do this here. I can listen and get them fed and get them, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. Still catch the game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 it's a convenience thing. And so it's kind of like if people still do pay their tithes just as much, but they just don't come in, would churches be okay with that? Because you're gonna still financially be okay, but people ain't okay. Right. That's a good question. Will churches ever be back to full capacity? You know, when churches had two, three services because we couldn't fit them all in one, you right. know, you know, will they ever have that again? I know with pandemic and them transitioning back, a lot of churches started with just one service or one or two services. Right. Um, I actually think Sunday will tell. Um, Easter, I think Easter will be a good indication of what things may look like in the future. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think that Sunday, uh, churches should use Sunday as a baseline data point in terms of what things may look like, at least for the remainder of this year. I do too. If people going to show up, it's definitely going to be that day. Yeah, it's going to be Easter. Mm-hmm. And then and you have Mother's Day next month as another benchmark to kind of just see what this may look like in the future. And I was going to say, Rudy, piggybacking off what you, you were saying, um, not only are not only has church been working for the past two years virtually, um, to a certain extent, though, I think the church, some churches did a good job of this. Some churches are still working on it and others are struggling, but how to actively engage your church members mm -hmm. in this format. Mm -hmm. And I, I really think it's more so like older churches 
that really have been struggling with it because they weren't um they might not be tech savvy to begin with right mm-hmm. or maybe their members are not tech savvy you know mother mother more <laughs> no nobody in their church know how to start facebook live you know what i'm saying mother more is 89 my grandma my, grand, my grandson told me if you just hit this button <laughs> and so you know like so how do you engage but then at the same time and so some some stuff works so you know prayer calls prayer calls prayer calls existed before the pandemic right that worked but doing some type of phone call might not work for the youth ministry you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but e- Honestly, at this point, I think everybody is also like computered out. I don't know what another word you have. Yeah. You work on the computer, you telework, you have whatever meetings, Zoom meetings all day. And then if your kids got parent teacher conferences, it's probably a Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have any extracurricular activity on the board of whatever, whatever, a HOA meeting, Zoom meeting. And then you come with the church. Talking about some, okay, we're going to have Zoom Bible study on Wednesday, and then we're going to have the Zoom prayer call on Thursday, <coughs> the Zoom. And so figuring out, you know, a, a variety of ways to engage with people, because I think we're all just fatigued a little bit with right. technology. And so, I I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> all right, now I'm all yours. Sorry about that. <laughs> did, you, did you do well? Uh, of course I did. Oh, wait, you just did the show right now? Uh, yeah, I just did five minutes while you guys were talking. So. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just walking, getting ready for your show. Right. And Rudy called like that too. I'm like, wait, he did it right now? No, it's just, <laughs> it's just a guest spot, just five minutes. So, uh, oh. yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know where you guys are at, but I'm going to jump in. He did a whole he did a whole comedy for it. on the podcast. <laughs> we should have just stopped talking and, and let him do the do in the middle of it. That actually would have been pretty cool. That'd been pretty dope, yeah. <laughs> now, actually, you know what would have been better is I could have just put my phone in my pocket and took you guys on stage with me. Uh, yeah, you could, yeah. That actually, if I would like, oh, let's just take a brief mm-hmm. moment. <laughs> here's Terry's comedy. Live. Well, right. here's Here's the thing. Uh, I don't know if that if my particular brand of comedy is on, you know, is appropriate for this particular podcast. <laughs> Even in your five minutes. I mean, if I knew if, if I go if I go into it knowing that uh, I was going to be doing it with you guys, then I would change up my material. But definitely not this set. Not this so. set today. OK, gotcha. OK. Yeah. Next time. But, yeah. But if you want my opinion on what the what the church has learned from the pandemic, they've learned the same thing that everybody else has learned: how to adapt. How to adapt, or I mean, that's like a the the whole pandemic thing has been like a cleansing fire uh, for society in general. You know, either you adapt or you go away. That's you know, natural selection. Yeah, I think Terry T. Because I agree, you do have to adapt. Or some not not exist as you were. I don't mean I don't. No. That's what I'm saying. Adapt or die. You know. That's... But and so to your in your opinion, do you feel like churches or the majority of churches or maybe not the majority did adapt? Do you feel like 
Like, in your opinion, what do you think? Um, I, I feel like a lot of churches took to Zoom pretty easily. Uh, I, th- I feel like it was easy for people to stay at home. And the, the people who actually wanted to watch were able to. And then other people, I feel like, just, like, turned it on and then went back to watching TV or something just so they could feel like they were a part of it or being supportive or something like that. And then some people just didn't at all. Um, but I will say it, it was probably very hard on the pastors just because, you know, it's hard to get an amen over Zoom. You know what I mean? You don't get one. Uh-huh. No. Can I get an amen? Apparently not because, I mean, maybe if they would have started their own streaming service that had like an amen button on it or something. <laughs> I know if you know using social media, I know my dad, and I don't and I don't think he does it anymore, but he used to bring like his laptop up there and have a screen and so he could see like the YouTube or the Facebook live comments. Um and mm-hmm. he can kind of interact and engage that way, you know, or so he'll yeah. put, put a man in the chat. And so you have a little monitor and he'll see it on his screen. Oh, Rudy Wilson said, Sir, amen. Janessa has us rolling. That's what he was trying to do again, trying to figure out how do you engage your audience virtually, you know, and my dad was a re- is always a real personal person, you know, he sees someone out in the congregation. Oh, is that mother such and such? Hey, mother such and such. You hear me, Rudy? You know, or whatever. And so that's something that he tried for a while. Is in the middle of his sermon, like to have his, have his iPad, have his laptop, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so he's trying to engage the chat. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I, I know, like, for my dad, so two things. One, he never, like, shut down as far as, like, <laughs> the church. Like, no. Like, Windows back. My dad was no, no, seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like he was, because you don't have to have him. I, I muted him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. The the um, but yeah, my dad he was wide open as far as like with with the church. But some people, but but there a good portion did still use like the Facebook Live option. And I I think they my dad and them may have been doing like Facebook Live at one point, but. It wasn't like a consistent thing, but since the pandemic, it became like a thing. Like, make sure it it happens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because there's people who are definitely watching and depending on this, if you will, or whatever. Uh, but I also say that on the flip side, on, or not even the flip side, but just even on a good note, it kind of expanded my dad's reach because one of his friends from high school who. I think maybe it was in the military or something who was stationed like in Germany was like watching his videos or whatever. And now there's a whole like group in the ministry oh, wow. like people in Germany okay. watch every single week. Yeah. They actually come in well, one of them, I think the main lady is coming sometime next month or something like that. Um, so, so there, there, there are benefits, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As far as the expansion, but at the same time, I do think that, there could cause a problem, like I said, just like with the movies, just like with a lot of things. Like if, when people are realizing that I can get things at my doorstep, I can get things at the crib, I'm less likely to go out. Because me going out, that's gas, that's outfit, that's, that's that's time and money that I have to spend to go out and do something as opposed to something I can literally have right here. You know what I'm saying? I can I can use my my energy of going out on something else. And I feel like it's crazy you say that, Rudy, because I said I would never be that person, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, 
all these Uber Eats, uh, DoorDash, um, Postmates, Prime, Walmart, Delivery, all of it. And I was like, mm -mm, I'm just going to have one. And then, you know, I'm going to go to Walmart and it'd be, you know, whatever. Y'all today, I'm doing Easter egg hunt for my sister's kids and some of my other cousins. And I said, oh, I could go to Walmart. And then I said, let me see if Amazon got two-day. Oh, if I spend $25, it'll be here between 5 and 10 What else I need? You know, just... Facts. I was like, when did I become this person who's going to spend $25 to buy $8 worth of eggs just so I don't have to go to the store? So they'll be delivered here between 5 and 10 p.m. Even though, even though I have the option of getting them delivered, what, in two days or the next day for, you know what I'm saying? Like, when did I lose my patience for stuff? And I agree, because I will say, like, if my church, it's going to sound horrible, y'all. So I'm, we're having, you know, Easter service. I'm going in church. And I'm not going to say this for Easter Sunday, but we haven't done devotion. You know, old school devotion. Praying on the pews, hymnal, all that. In two years, it's been praise team. If we go back to devotion and the announcements and the basically the two and a half hour church service, you know what I'm saying? Like, right? Mm -hmm. Do I really? Right, right. Because that's I don't know. I don't know if this is what you. Janessa, you can let me know. But with my dad, that's even a good point. With my dad, when they start the live stream. You pretty much getting like the last hour of service. You're not getting the full two hours. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You getting like whoever's singing right before my dad and then the message. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting the full service. So even that, people, you know what I'm saying? People, because church start at 11, but I usually don't get to church right to around 12 anyway. So I tune in around 12. That's when the live stream start anyway. I, I'm taking that. Convenient. You you're making it convenient for me. So why wouldn't I take right. it? But at the same time, you as the church. It's like, well, if I take away this option to try to force them to come in, they may not watch or come in. Mm -hmm. And now I just don't know. Uh, I'll tell you why. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you why, Rudy. It's for the same reason. Did you any? Did you do any of those virtual comedy shows during uh, the pandemic? Yeah, I did a couple of Zoom ones, yeah. Okay, how'd that feel? Did it feel about the same? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying. But, but for my dad, it's it not was terrible. Like, I'm saying my dad isn't doing it on Zoom. My, he has people there live. There's people in person, but then but then there's people who also do the, the Facebook Live option. And there's more people who are choosing right. the Facebook Live option because of the convenience. So, yes, if I'm doing if I'm preaching on Zoom, yes, that's very similar to doing comedy on Zoom. But which was uh, terrible. I hated it so much. No, for sure, 100. But the the. Yeah. But when you have people there in person, but you have more people choosing the the convenient option, I feel I, I get the dilemma because it's like, well, if I just go ahead and just take away the Facebook Live, and now you lose people from Germany, you know what I'm saying? Now you lose anybody else who may be watching who you don't know. So the the virtual right. side is good, but I do think that if you are a local member, at some point, I think you should probably make your way to some type of physical appearance, even if it's not an every Sunday thing, but whether you alternate, whether y'all do things, you know, come in packs, whatever the case may be. But I do still think, just like outside of church, human fellowship is good, you know what I'm saying, and necessary. I think the same thing when it comes out of church. Yeah, I, if we have church on Zoom and it's two or three of us, I still think that's that 
holds up to the scripture as far as two or three of us being gathered in his name. But the human side of us at the same time, I do think there is a necessity of human, you know, involvement, engagement. Uh, and I do think the virtual side does rock because we love the convenience so much. To Janessa's point of even, you know, paying more to have, I'll pay, I'll pay. Yeah. I ain't got to go nowhere. I'll pay for it. Well, pay, here's the thing. You know. A lot, I, you know, I don't know if you know about Christ Fellowship down here. But it's a it's a huge uh, like mega church, but it's it's got multiple satellite churches. They're all huge things. Um, they've been doing that for years and years, um, not on Zoom, but they've been televising and then they've been broadcasting over the internet their uh, their sermons uh, in a very uh, you know a, a very produced way. Um, they've been doing that since I was probably twenty two, twenty three. So what, 17, 18 years? Uh, so I mean, there was little to no difference for them. I don't, I don't even see how that affected a big mega church like that that was already televising all those churches. Well, I mean, there's 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 big mega churches who, who televise all the time. I mean, even like you know, we grew up in New Beginning, but my mom was still watching TD Jakes and OL Jones. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever, whatever. So. Like I, I think like if you have that platform to be able to broadcast right, but like these, that, this is local. Right, but I'm saying but but a lot of those churches unless you're talking about a church who just do all satellite, but most churches, even if they're broadcasting, they still are they're still preaching in front of an audience and then and still and putting that broadcast oh, yeah. to a larger audience. Right. So 100%. I'm, saying, I'm just but, saying it was an easier transition for some churches more so than others. No, 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 right, yeah. right, 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 right. No, for sure. I agree with you on that, but I, but I, I think the um, to that point, the hard part for the churches who aren't already doing that, those people are used to being there, and then now you made them used to something else that feels even more. Comfortable. It was already a struggle for me to come to church. I mean, I'm at the club Saturday right. or whatever, you know. It was already a struggle for me to come, yeah. and now I have a legit reason not to come, and I can still yeah. technically get the word. You know, I can still get they all that. Like I'm, I can pay virtually, and and the church is doing all these things for the convenience. Especially if you're out the country, if you're a member, you in the army, you deploy. What you know, what I'm saying like it's for that. But the the pandemic has made us local people start acting right. like we're the people who actually need the virtual stuff, and we don't. Because we'll say we're not going to church because of, because of COVID or whatever. We going to restaurants, we going to ball games, clubs. We doing everything. We outside. No masks. No masks. Only time people wear masks. Only time people wear masks is when you is when you have to. Like people get on planes, whatever, like that. But I, I'm not talking about Charlie. I'm saying the mass majority of people, like everybody outside. But the one place. Agreed. You know, it's, 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 church. I can say church is the one place, but it is one of the places that people will make an excuse to. Not go to and take the convenient route. And, and I'll be honest, um, I've had a hard right. time transitioning back into church. Um, and I feel like I need it, you know, like I, I want that good praise and worship, I want that good, you know, sermon and you know, or whatever, and write my notes right there and like I said, feel the people, you know, around me. Like I want that. But as you said, I've been to um restaurants, I go to the grocery store, I go to the gym. 
um, you know, all sorts of things. But I think I've been to an in-person service in the last two years, once, twice. Right. Um, you know, and sometimes I don't even catch the virtual service on Sunday. I'm being real honest with you. You know, and it's just like, you know, and so I feel like I, I find that space because I've I felt convicted from time to time and like needing to find um that space to get back into a routine to do it. Now I will be there Sunday. Me too. Um, yeah, <laughs> I will I'm be in the choir. We got choir rehearsal tomorrow. <laughs> Look at you. So yes, I will be there Sunday. Um. But I agree, you know, and I don't I don't even know if I make excuses. I just don't I just haven't I haven't been. Um, you know, like I say, because it is it is nice now to like, oh, let me sleep in on Sunday, you know, or let me, you know, I'll watch tomorrow, you know, it's on Facebook, I can rewatch it later, or um, you I'll, know, it's on YouTube, I can I'll, rewatch it later. I'll, I'll get the rerun. Yeah. Right. I'll get it later. Do I get it later? No. Nope. <laughs> um, and hey. so I, I Oh, that's my sister. So, you know, so I, I do agree um, with the fact that people have made excuses on not going back to church. Um, but somebody asked me to dinner tonight, and I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> we had a whole game last week. Right. <laughs> exactly. You hear me? Exactly. So, yeah. Nope, I get it. Okay, are you about to say something? The lighting is very unfortunate now. I just look like, I just look like the devil. <laughs> yeah, we can see you though. Did you? Okay. Were you saying something here? Was I saying something? No, just the devil part. Oh, yeah, I look like the damn devil. Oh. I look like in this I was gonna say one thing. I hope the church does incorporate more. You know, as the pandemic improves. I remember pre-pandemic, I was at the church for everything. There was a meeting for everything. Mm-hmm. And you know how we always joke like, oh, that could have been a text message or, oh, that could have been an email. <laughs> like, that's real life. Mm-hmm. Your leadership meeting, your trustee board meeting, your deacon board meeting, the uh, back to school bash meeting, the summer camp meeting. We don't have to meet in church that, and that will help people's work-life balance. Because mm-hmm. like you were saying, Rudy, like, all right, I got to drop Johnny and Kim off at basketball practice, chili practice, go to the church, pick them back up, go home, get there. Like, I think the church sometimes forgets that family is, your, is the first ministry. That's mm-hmm. what I've always been told. You know, but everybody kind of, I guess, like our other conversation about the children and the marriages, people just put the church over everything. You know, we're just like, God is first. God is first. Um, but it's some, we do that sometimes to a fault. You know what I'm saying? We put God first. But we're running all over the place. We're at meetings. We're trying to take care of kids. And we get burnt out. And, and that's one thing I've kind of had to learn. You can still be a part I mean, of church I grew ministry. Up you can be a part of church and ministry, but you don't have to be there physically there twenty four seven. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be at every event. It's not. It's really. It's the heart thing. You know what are what are your intentions behind your heart? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's something that I personally had to learn over the mm-hmm. pandemic. 
as we shift back, like I told y'all, um, my choir is singing on Sunday. How involved am I really going to be going back? Because this time around, it's not the same. You know, I have podcasts. I have grad school. You know, I have other things that I am doing. Um, and so maybe I can't be at the church 24-7 like I used to. But Well, is that, the, is that the option you really wanted to have a bunch of group text from your church members? Because group text suck as it is when it's your friends, you know? And now you make it four or five church members. That's going to be mad. And it's better than going to Terry, you might want to switch back to your headphones. You sound like you're on a walkie talkie. Oh, all right. Um, but no, I feel I, I, I feel like that there has to be a balance. I feel like this may be kind of what you're even saying, Vanessa. Like, there are things that the church definitely needs to take from Girl. the pandemic. I'm so sorry. Well, I'm sorry too. I, I know I'm causing trouble. What's going on? With that? What, 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 what happened? Alexis, my sister, who has been on this podcast, mm-hmm. randomly just showed up at my house and knocked on my window, y'all. Oh. So I'm just like, who is this? Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love a good jump scare. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, like, I was, <laughs> like I was saying, the, the balance, there, there does have to be balance. I do think that the church should take things from what they, the adjustments that had to be made. Like they're, like like she was saying, meetings and things like that, like you can do that virtually. You don't have to waste lights coming in. Get, what, you don't have to, you know, now you got to buy a little food because people here, you know what I'm saying, to have little finger foods just to keep people, like, no, people can do this at the crib in their pajamas. Right. You know what I'm or wherever right. they at, right. where they at right. a park, at a birthday party, they step right. aside real quick. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. that doesn't that doesn't ruin anybody's weekend or whatever, anybody's free time. So I, I definitely think that. But then at the same time, I do think that when when it's time to execute either whatever y'all met about or even church service, like when it's time for the group to come right. together, then the group needs to go ahead and come together. Because mm-hmm. what's the point of being on a team and a, a part of a family and a, you know a membership, a congregation, or whatever, and all y'all right. have is and new people joining and you like it was almost like me and Terry, like me and Terry met for the first time at your house you know, in Atlanta. Like I met Terry for the first time in person, yeah. same time y'all did. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we met virtually, and right. I'm not complaining about our meeting, but I'm saying like if me we were going to church together. And he's now a new member, and now I'm, I'm meeting him virtually. I'm just I'm cool with Terry. We just friends, whatever. And I never met this dude in person, right? Yeah. Right. And it'll probably never happen because we'll be so used to just this interaction. Like, yeah, man, do Terry go to my church? Yeah, man, come to church with me. Well, I can say you would be like, all right, now, well, having met you, I'd rather this just be virtual. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and then you started inviting people to church. Now you send them a link. You ain't even, you know, what I'm saying y'all ain't even going inside the building. Like, hey, come to church with me on Sunday. All right. Like what I gotta wear? No, you good. It's it's on Zoom. You send them the link. You know what I'm saying? They just log in, and I'm sure people will take that, but it, it will definitely create a complacency. Um, but you know what else? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said you know what else is crazy though? Just the the difference between Zoom. So I feel like in Zoom meetings, I've seen people's whole face. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like even in um, places in the last two years where I've met somebody for the first time and all I've seen was them in a mask. And now as masks are starting to come off and I see somebody's full face, I'm like, who are you? Right, right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> I have no idea. That's like when, <laughs> go ahead. That's like when you text with a girl for a long time, then you finally meet her in person and you're like, let's go back to texting, okay? <laughs> right. Like, right. This was better then. Right. right. Yeah. But for sure, you know, because I'm like, I started a new school in the middle of a pandemic, you know, and so now that people are becoming more comfortable with taking off their mask, and I'm like, I don't, I, I ain't even noticed that was you. Right. You never realize how much nose and mouth and teeth <laughs> really make a person. Oh, them eyes. oh yeah, they right. matter. And you they like, matter. oh, they're they cute. Right. They you like, oh, they not. No, I'm playing. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, so I think with the whole pandemic has just impacted just interaction so much even physically you know me not seeing your face i'm not really too able to gauge um a lot of your facial expression for me when i smile hard you see my eyes you know but for some people like you don't really know what's going on under the mask versus here virtually i can see you i know exactly what you look like but i can't touch you you know we're not in the same space together so which has all been strange right right right. Mm -hmm. i agree I agree wholeheartedly. Like mm-hmm. That's why I, say, I feel like it just it has to be some type of balance. Like the church can't be too traditional where they they miss the learning, you right. know what I'm saying, opportunity from it. Right. But at the same time, the people cannot take advantage of an adjustment that was made because of circumstances. This shouldn't necessarily be not, you know, this shouldn't be a forever thing. Like, like I said, when it's time to come together, definitely come together. But when it's time to meet. When there's things that does not require you to be in person to talk about, right. you know, what I'm saying? even if you, even if sometimes you have a, like an early prayer, you want to have like a 4 a.m. prayer meeting. You don't have to. People don't have to come to, to church mm-hmm. at four. You know what I'm saying? They can do it over Zoom. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? They can do it over a phone call or whatever. You know, right. like, you know, a conference call type thing or whatever. Like the adjustment definitely can be made as far as those aspects. I don't care how old or traditional your church oh, is. Yeah. Like, no, you can do that, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but like I said, but then, but when it's time to link up, I think the linking up should definitely. So, basically, what you're saying is what I said 20 minutes ago, which is adapt or die. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's an adapt or die thing because, um, it's it's a I think the the adaption definitely had to happen during the pandemic, but now that the pandemic is phasing away and we're talking about like going back into the church, like I I don't think that people will completely crumble if they if they kept having meetings in person, but I do think they would definitely get a lot of pushback. I think now adapt or die, like once again for me during the pandemic, if you did not adjust in some form or fashion then your, your church would have went under because everybody was making huge adjustments then, uh, if that makes sense. So I kind of agree with it during the pandemic, but post-pandemic, um, it's, it's... Well, and, and it's, a, it's a mix between that and the same thing as we said about doing stand-up over Zoom. Like, <clears throat> is it comedy? Yeah. Is it good? No. Not like regular, not like if you're there. Right. Not if you can feel it, you know? Right. And, and I... I truly believe it was the same way for the audience for those shows. It's like, eh, you know, there's not that infectious vibe. There's not that mob mentality. You miss yeah. out on that, you know. It still, it still was probably better for them than us, though. 
And I think it depends on the broadcast too, because I know, like for church, right. you know, don't, like you a, don't you have a heart out in three minutes? Yeah, yeah. But go ahead, Kevin. No, I was just saying. I think on the it things on the how you broadcast it too, because I think on Zoom meetings, you know, like we talked about, you're still able to see everybody in church. Mm -hmm. We're just watching it, so mm -hmm. they, you know, so and I don't know how it was for your comedy shows. I don't know for your comedy shows were the audience just kind of watching you guys and you weren't able to see us at all. Yeah, or, I can see everybody. I, for the ones I did, you can see. Okay, everybody. so it was a Zoom, you know. But even then, like I know on your other podcast, you're like, "Hey, I want you to put your cameras on if you can." See, and for me, that's like, eh, I gotta go, um, because yeah. <laughs> I probably didn't do my hair. Yeah. I probably don't have on clothes. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it's just so many different factors to it right. that you know. I think adapt or die, you know, is a bit extreme, um, but definitely adapt or or something. I, I would say a, probably adjust or die, maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't, because yeah. adapting could kind of be like it's, it's a particular thing you have to adapt to. But I, I definitely think adjustment, because you you always have to innovate. Any Anybody, like over time, like, you you know, even if you can keep a consistent product, like, you have to do things that keep people, you know, like wanting to come. Like, even if you like Chick fil A, they got the same chicken sandwich forever, but they'll, they'll have the app. And if you buy so much on the app, then we'll give you a free this right. or whatever. Like, there's, there's always perks to kind of keep people involved, you know right. what I'm saying? And so that always has to happen, whether the pandemic never ever happened or not. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of churches stuck in tradition before the pandemic happened that weren't making the proper adjustments yeah. and even the adaptation. So in right. that case, for even for sure, adapt or die or adjust or die, even without the pandemic, but definitely even since the pandemic, I think there's even another adjustment, even for the advanced churches. Agreed. They had to make, you know, yeah. uh, just whatever. So, anyways, all right, well, Kelly. Let's, let's we're almost it. back to potlucks. So, <laughs> nah, I know if we never go back to potlucks, but on Instagram, we you should. guys can find us at the worst ones PK. Um, check us out, new content coming. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see us, um, watch the podcast, you can watch us on YouTube if you prefer just to listen. Um, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Just make sure you type in The Worst Ones Podcast. And when you get there, make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thank you to our 500 million, 100,003 followers. Um, oh, we lost we one. Very, very much. <laughs> yep, we lost one. <laughs> Personal page is at Princess Kills 51. Hey. You Oh, she came back to do a plug. Right. <laughs> Y'all, this is time. crazy. I'm like still trying to get my heart together. <laughs> Y'all can find me at Melanated Bruce for all things coffee, tea, and beer. And you can find me at Jabriana double underscore for my personal page. I am sorry this episode has been crazy for me. I'm typically not like this. But I love y'all. See you next week. <laughs> I think I've been the only stable one today. That's right. That's true. <laughs> Which is not usually the case. Right. Kelly should have been off and we all would have been on point. Kelly was also on time today, too. Like, I've been stable throughout this whole thing. When, when somebody has to brag about something, you know they don't ever do it. Normally. Never. <laughs> uh, I'm always, I, I was on time today. Yeah, one out of ten. That's, that's about right. Uh, Terry, Terry Wayne Comedy on all social media platforms. Uh, you can catch me uh, 
May 15th at the Bergeron Rodeo Grounds, doing a very rare 15-minute clean set uh, in front of children, which is going to be bananas. There you go. Interesting. There you go. Yeah. I'm thinking about just doing like a Cosby kids say the darndest things kind of thing. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, why not? Gotcha. All right. Well, at the podcast official page, if you want to join that live conversation that we have, we do it on Zoom, speaking of virtual. Uh, Zoom ID is 815-499-0955. It is the last Monday of every month at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, it's a good topic. Good job. Good Jesse. topic, weird night. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but we made it. That's, that's, this is yeah. what podcasting is all about. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you, can, when you can, you know. Adjust the dot. Right, right, right. <laughs> we adjust it. Push through all yeah. the weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you, 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 you get longevity, so. We what appreciate the 500 million plus. We lost one, but whoever you are, we'll see you next week. Yeah, the world.